with Robin, you said that we are oil and vinegar. Water. water. Oil oh, and vinegar sorry. go together. Oh, okay. Oil, oil and water. Oh, okay, sorry. So I own the role I played in making you feel as though we are oil and water. Well, okay, yes. Can I say, I just want to say, because Robin has been specific with the ways that she feels she oh, wait. was hurt by you. I can only you. speak to this, though. Well, okay, so... And Don't nobody got time to be writing a soliloquy in a but, sermon. But Robin, you, you know what Robin, you did you to her? Say, Good God. Okay. Just speak on it. She said, you gonna own what you did. What you do? Well, she needs to tell She her. needs to tell me. Please don't tell anyone I tried to fight you anymore because that is not who I am. Please be careful in your words because that is dangerous. It's, it's dangerous you're, you're for you to be held me back. As a I was not it's, held back. You were held back. Maybe you were so drunk you don't remember. She was you were held back. Okay, so we are going to move forward. Like Why are we moving forward? Let us move Nobody on. Nobody had to fight Let's that. just dispel that one. At least. I'm not going to dispel because that's my truth no, to talk about. That is about. not your truth. It's that's a lie. No one had to touch me. I'm not a thug. I don't put my hands no on people. No one called you a thug. You are projecting on yourself. Okay. I'm telling you, by you telling so people that I tried to, to fight you, you're next. that's painting me as a thug. You're next. Hold on. I need a, I need a moment. Is on the phone. I need everyone to be quiet. So why the lies? My truth. The lies. Your truth. She just Yo, said you are she didn't horrible. Judge Robin. You are horrible. You why are you yelling? Because you are horrible. You, maybe you should control your emotions. I don't, I don't give a I don't give a I don't give a I don't give a, I don't give a Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. I'm just auditioning for a show choir, I feel. so. Hi, baby gorgeous. <laughs> oh, I just hit the mic with my chin. <laughs> oh, when the saints go marching in. I'm sick of that oh, royalty-free fucking music. When the saints go marching in. <laughs> oh, how I want to be in that number. Okay, I'm going to oh, stop. When, yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, take it away. No, no, we don't need the full verse. Um, uh, you but, still have yet to give me a performance of Les Mis. Uh, Come on, hey. give us a little ditty. Okay. Um, lovely lady, come along and join us. I don't even sing that line, but uh, I love that number. You know, with the prostitutes on the dock? I mean, who doesn't love a prostitute on the dock? Okay, so breaking news, people. We recorded for about 12 minutes <laughs> and it didn't fucking record. <laughs> it was really good 12 minutes. It was a really good 12 minutes. We were talking about penis. I mentioned how on Winter House, sorry, spoiler alert, two people had sex and she said his dick was 11 inches. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want to talk about penis? We did a type five on the 11 inches. <laughs> we did do a type five. And then we talked about the Girardi Keys of it all with the fucking CFO and doing a side embezzle for the $10 million. We talked about Bethany's podcast, Rewives, Nathan shit on her for a couple of minutes. I've got to tell you about it. It was fucking funny. Sozzle. Well, we enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. I'm Trey Disappoint. All right, oh, well. so we're just going to start with, so I'm so depressed, eh? We're going to start with Salt Lake City, Episode 7, Choir of Chaos. Whitney and Angie are doing this little dance routine that, like I said, they clearly fucking choreoed mm. on the way. I'm into it all. When they're making fools of themselves, I'm into it. And then we just said this Dana and Angie K are doing a different audition for Housewives. Yeah. And then what were you saying? Oh, fuck, I've got to get over saying- my slump now. 
I was just saying, like, Heather, if you're going to host an event, have a green room, a, a staging area for the auditionees. Mm. Why are they on the curb? Like, Where they belong? Having to wait outdoors for five people. Also, they probably do have, like, green rooms in that space, but not enough for the fucking cameras. And, of course, they were expecting more than fucking four people to come to the audition. Do you think they were? Uh, yes. <laughs> Didn't they have bollards? Oh my I'm god! I'm sure no. they had bollards. Bollard. I'm sure they had bollards. You know, crowd control. I'm surprised. Wow. I'm surprised they didn't have fucking security. <laughs> so this this is Dana. Yeah. Have we met her before? Um, I think she's popped her head in at one the of the other trip? episodes. Maybe the ski trip. I told you, man. I don't fucking care until they're no. on. Until they're on the show, I kind of don't care unless they're absolutely fabulous, which. They're just thirsty, these guys, which I must say, kind of love watching. Yeah, love a bit of thirst. Well, it's just fun to sort of point and laugh, and I know that's really lame and childish, but what else are we fucking doing when we're watching the show? Exactly. What is that line from Sex and the City? Others do arts and crafts, we judge, it's what we do. (laughs) So, yeah. Anywho, so this Angie H, okay, one of these girls, Angie's has got to go. Because uh-huh. I can't do Angie K, Angie H. Sorry. Well, as much as I think I prefer Angie K, we have to keep Angie H because she's the one at least driving some story. She is fucking driving some story, but she's telling them that, you know, this Angie H is saying, well, I didn't do the Finster account. Yeah, bitch, whatever. And I said, sorry, so basically get over it. Angie H just tells her off, so she's I- ob- obviously siding with Jen Shah and Lisa. What were no, you going to An- say? Well, I love how Angie K was like, um, having a go at it because she goes, oh, we don't share an account. And she goes, you share a marriage. Um, <laughs> come on. Great point. <laughs> if my poor boyfriend had to take ownership of all the redonkulous things that I did, he'd never go out in the public. He's not. Like, he's not built for that. She knows. Of course, the, she fucking knows. This is her arena. She liked the post. They showed us the post, <laughs> and she liked it. What an idiot. So you're obviously following it. You dumb fuck. <laughs> Uh, oh. Did you notice when when Jen came out as well? I oh. think she said to her on that point, when you get married to someone, that is your other hat. I think she said a hat instead of half. Really? <laughs> I, was, uh. I was like, yeah, when you get married to someone, they're your other hat. It's beautiful. This bitch is going to jail. It doesn't matter that she doesn't speak English correctly, right? Her life's <laughs> over. Who cares at this point? You sound like Heather. Heather at every point is like reality checking Jen's situation. <laughs> She's like, never anyone says something like, oh, no, they brought the wrong appetizer to the table. Heather's like, Jen's going to fucking prison for life. <laughs> or Lisa's like, oh, I feel a little bit upset about something that someone said. Jen's going to fucking prison forever. I know. She's in a washing machine of turmoil. <laughs> is that what she said? Yeah. She's in a washing machine of turmoil. Whereas, wow. like, if I was Jen watching that back, I'd be like, okay, lay off. <laughs> you're my best friend. And, yes, you're right. She's just trying to make it real for everyone. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. I need the reality check. Though. I know. The, the reality check that's dumping all over her mate. Fuck yeah. hell. God bless. Whitney is kind of starting to feel a bit gross now that she's learning what Angie H and her hubby did. Yeah. Which is we're getting that in confessional. But then at the same time, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about that because it doesn't seem like she's off her yet. But maybe she is by the end of the season. Whitney's going to have to start doing an apology tour next season, I reckon. Because you can't just be friends with fucking Lisa. That's not going to work for you, babe. And you can't be friends with her and in every scene be like, wow, I can't believe we're friends. Wow, look at us hanging out. It's like, okay, move on. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so Jensha is going off. Yeah, love that. She's going off at AngieH. And she's like, does that thing that we just said, you're a couple, so what he does reflects on you is your responsibility too. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Did you just learn that? (laughs) Angie H asks if the things Jen is being accused of is Sharif taking shit for it. And that's when we get number seven of Jen screaming, Ah. I'm innocent! (laughs) Do you like how I put my mouth away from the microphone when I did that? Thank you. I know, learning. And meanwhile, these auditions are fucking going strong. I mean, do we say that? Strong? Strong? I don't know. Strong Strong question mark. My kingdom for a royalty free, for a song. I know. Just a song. Bravo, just chip in so someone can (laughs) sing something good. They're not going to just. Just a Megan Trainer song. They're not going to spend $100,000 on that. Well, fuck me. Get a one hit wonder from the 80s. A Megan Trainer song will probably cost a quarter of a million dollars. Okay, well, what's cheap? What what could be a cheap song that's not a hymn? I mean, a new Madonna song, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me dead, sidebar. Have you seen her face lately? No. Jesus Christ. You've got to start reading the Daily Mail. These fucking pictures of her face are beyond strange. Haunting? It's car crashy. Like, you don't want to look, but you can't not. She's got to lay off the fucking Botox, lay off the fillers, and stop blonding her eyebrows because she thinks it looks cool because she looks cray-cray. Poor girl. She's a fucking nutter, mate. I'm like, you've still got underage kids in that house. You want to act a bit less crazy? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know she's always been a little left of centre. That's why we loved her. But it's almost she's doing that thing where it's almost like, I'm still here, look at me. Oh, it's, that's yeah, sad. Yeah, I know. It's a bit like Angie H and Angie K on the curb. <laughs> this is what reminded me of it, quite frankly. All right, Heather comes out because she's told that there's yelling going on. So my guess is the producer told that guy to tell her. Jen is mm-hmm. still screaming. Angie H asks Heather if she's ever known her husband to be a bad guy. She says no. And then Jen just goes off at Heather. She's pissed. Yeah, she got really pissed. Well, because we all know in the other scene where she basically told Heather at her house with all, like, the alien shit, this is what he did. And we all knew it was was code for you're not allowed to be friends with her anymore. Mm -hmm. Heather says, but he took accountability and talked to you. He called you. Now, that is what Jen said happened when they met up. At her house. Yeah. But now she's saying that she called him and she had to ask him about it and he got caught. And I'm like, well, how would you know? How did he get caught? I thought he just called you and admitted it. Well, even if he's called her and admitted it, mm. like that's different to then other Angie, like denying its existence or, well, like denying any knowledge of it. That's a separate issue. And she can be mad at that for sure. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And, yeah, you don't want to dismiss it. So... This um fat fucking elf on the shelf line. Oh my the, god, that was so good. The whole thing though, the rest of the sentence really gagged me because it's so mean. What do you mean? What did she say? She said that Heather just wants to be nice to this guy, Chris. The fat fucking shelf on the health husband 
is going to feed you and put you on a yacht. Like pretty yeah. much fat shaming Heather. You think that was a fat shaming comment? Yes, she's saying she's only friends with him because he'll feed her. No, she means as in put coins in her purse. I thought that's what she meant. Uh, I don't know. She's called her Shrek before in the past. As that's in where my mind she's went. She's a wealthy contact in business and she's in business and it's like a networking thing, right? That's what <laughs> I, I thought. That's nicer. Yeah, I didn't think it had anything to do with her physical appearance. I thought it had to do with introducing her to other wealthy people who would go to Beauty Lab and Laser. Okay, I wouldn't put it past Jen. Yeah, that's true. But I think it was more of a you're befriending her for a business reason, not because you love her. Right. It's networking. I get it. (laughs) Hey, you do what you got to do, mate. (laughs) If that's why she's friends with her, I'd be like, so? Leave her alone. She's got kids to feed. Unlike you, she's not going to jail. She's still got work to do. Yeah. Sozzle. Fuck. That's life, bitch. Anyway. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I I just had nothing to say to that. Yeah. Sorry. I don't. Look, I'm not going to stick up for Heather this whole episode, but at the same time, don't be telling people who they've got to be friends with. It's so lemo. Anywho. Well, we need to talk about Lisa walking in. Yes, and we we do, we do. <laughs> you can call it that. Now, just before that, we're back in the audition room, and they say they're so impressed, and they want all of them to be a part of it. I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> I'm like, of course they all need to be a part of it. There's only five people there. You're going to have to do a second audition and not call it an audition, call it a sign-up. It's like season one of Glee. They didn't have enough people sign up and that was a big plot point. How are we going to get extra people for our Glee club (laughs) so we've got enough numbers? Maybe maybe they should um, go door to door. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind the cameras following them do that. I also wouldn't mind if this story disappeared from the face of the earth. Okay, fine. So Lisa arrives in her $6,500 outfit. Wow. With her $3,500 Prada bag. So, you know, there's that. She was in Valentino head to toe. Okay. I didn't even notice. Of course she didn't. Fucking boys. Anyway, when she rocks up, Heather is like shooketh and asks why she's there. Lisa says she wants to support Heather on her mission for spirituality in her own way. There's also a camera crew and she's angling for a gig on The Masked Singer next season. Oh, I didn't think of that. That would <laughs> yeah. be awesome. Wouldn't it? Can she do a way in a manger? <laughs> and they'd probably dress her up in a big baby costume, like baby gorgeous. A way in a manger. That's how she sings. I know. God she's bless her. terrible. Awful. Terrible. I laughed so much. It was so I funny. I thought it was the best thing I'd seen all day. Yes. Yeah, so fucking good. I was so happy about it. And I was equally impressed with Whitney landing that triple spin. Yeah, Did I wasn't that impressed. That? You weren't that no. impressed? Oh. It's a triple spin on, on land. You're not wearing ice skates. I couldn't do it. I thought it was hmm. a choice. All right. So this is the bit where we get Jen talking to Lisa and doing the fat fucking elf on the shelf thing, <laughs> which was fucking classic. You are the worst f-ing friend. You're the most materialistic person. The only reason you're f-ing with Angie Harrington is because you think her fat f-ing elf on the shelf husband is going to feed you and put you on a f-ing yacht, bitch. Well, guess what? You're a cheap mother date. And then what? Okay, so the five auditions are over and all the ladies are sitting in the five fort. Five auditions. <laughs> 
I'm telling you, mate. There were five fucking people. And they're sitting there on those couches in, like, the lobby before they're allowed to, like, you know, wrap up filming for the day. And Angie goes and sits on Heather's lap. And in confessional, Jen makes, like, mention of it and says, you may as well breastfeed her. I thought that was funny. Oh, my God, this is so funny. And Jen's all pretending to be calm and says the shark exposed handle that Angie H's hubby used to defend his wife is saying that she doesn't matter. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, over his own wife, you don't matter, love. And again, you're going to jail. Like, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking hell, mate. And Angie H says, I'm so sorry. She appreciates Jen's rawness. And Lisa fucking eye rolls hard. Yeah. Because she's like, where's my fucking apology? Because it's true. The post was to troll her. And Jen, God bless her, is making it all about the handle. No one is sitting there telling Angie off for trolling Lisa. (laughs) It's so funny. So then why does Lisa think that when she asks people to put up their hand if they're friends with her, that people aren't going to want to put their hands up. A show of hands never works. It was very, like, raise your hands if you've ever been personally victimised by Regina George. Exactly. (laughs) No one's raising their fucking hands. This is what we're saying. Even though they want to, right? Yeah. Even though, didn't they all raise their hands? Yeah. In Mean Girls, they did. Yeah, exactly. She goes, who's not my friend? But two people do put up their hands. Yeah, exactly. Which is, like, so mortifying. I know. But at the same time, Meredith didn't put her hand up. That's fake. Meredith, put your fucking hand up. Meredith's flop. Oh, she's as floppy as Seth's taint. I don't want to deal with that at all, okay, by the I way. I vomit real quick. Anyway, <sighs> this whole scene is so that Jen can tell Heather off that she's pissed at her for not sticking up for her. But Lisa's the one that's had enough. She calls Angie a liar. Angie says, what about your Twitter post about Heather's dad? Lisa's all, I posted the truth. She used her dad's death to lie about me. And it's like, Lisa, God bless you, but sit down. Sit down, Lisa. <laughs> Do a yeah. Meredith. You're not doing yourself any favours. And Heather's like, the truth is you have no friends left. That's mean. Heather does tend to go mean. You might be right. We might not be loving Heather by the end of the season. Well, at the end of this episode, I was like, Whitney and Heather, I'm sick of bad weather being bad feather or whatever they're called now. I'm yeah. Get over it. Yeah. Get over it and stop talking about shit that's not on camera. Like, oh. That is true. I can see where Heather's coming from about that post stuff. You know, it's you cleared your name, but you hurt my feelings. Commenting on my dad's death and time of death. But at the same time, I'm like, well, Heather, you're the one that brought it up first. Bitch brought it up. Lisa was like, no, I'm going to defend myself because you just lied. Yeah. So I'm on Lisa's side. I'm on Lisa's side with this one too. Seems only logical, right? Yeah, Lisa's just a dipshit in how she goes about it. I know, but it's fucking fun to watch, so I love her. Yeah. Okay, so as epic as I thought these auditions were going to be, it was a flop because we didn't get to actually watch many of the audition. Oh, no, I'm grateful for that. I wanted to laugh at people who can't sing. Uh, I mean, we had a dance audition at a vocal choir audition. I mean, these people are so dumb. With their fucking Party City costumes. Lemo. (laughs) No one wants to see a plastic hat, bitch. Anywho. That's so true. So the next scene is Meredith and Seth in the bath. I mean, I (laughs) I literally had to take a break and did not watch it the rest of the episode for the rest of that day because I just couldn't. I just – there was no point of them being in the tub. 
No. She was filling him in on the Finster choir shit. And then we learned that they either both or one or the other enjoy anal play. I'm like, that's great for you, but I didn't need to know that. Yeah. Oh, honestly. And then there's just a lot of little bullshit scenes. Have you, did you oh, notice boring. that? Heather's yeah, I was the, like, I don't need to see Heather in a hard hat. I mean, you're at the work site of your new beauty lab and laser office, whatever. Like, unless there's some fucking walls and some decor, we bitches don't care, right? We don't care. We I'm don't, not in construction. I'm not Joe Gorga. I, that's it. And then we watch the Barlows go to dinner. Now, question. She did order a Vita tequila. Does this limit the number of places that she can go to dinner if she's only going somewhere where they stock her tequila? Oh, maybe she brought a bottle like Kathy does. And then she's paying full, like, full rack rate for her own tequila. I don't know. That's strange to me. And then she does this whole, I love my new bracelet, which is just under seven grand. And then she says, I love my new bracelet. Thank you in a way that you think he bought it for her, but the way that he replies to her that it was really pretty or whatever, it's like, dude, you know she bought it for herself. Yeah. Yeah, which is also fine. I mean, I do that to my partner. I buy myself something and go, look what you bought me, thanks. <laughs> you know. It's Cute. Kind of, oh, yeah, she's not picking my shit for me. I'm too old to, like, pretend that I like something if I don't. Yeah. And then she fucking cries in the public at the dinner table because she's focusing more on her sister who's getting divorced instead of her relationship with God. I zoned out. i got to be honest with you. Do you think that this is all planned in order for her to remind viewers that she's a lovely church-going lady? Yeah. Like image control or whatever, do you think? Well, yeah, she's the religious one. Of the bunch mm. now that Mary's gone. Yeah, that's true. Perhaps it was all genuine, but in the way that we're getting it all in two seconds. I'm sorry, no, do not say genuine in the same sentence as Lisa Barlow. We love her, but she's not genuine. Yeah, it did seem a bit phony baloney, didn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, we're at Jen talking to Coach, and I do love the fact that she says she lost her voice because she's the Polynesian Ryan Seacrest. That was so funny. And then he goes, oh, you mean like Regina Seacrest? And she was like, what? (laughs) She was like, what do you mean? And he's like, Regina, it's the female version of Ryan, which I don't think it is. I don't think it is, but it was close. But she she could not figure that out at all. No. Again, she no longer has to worry about these things. She's, you know, hopefully going to get a lot of peace by going to prison. (laughs) Such a Heather. She's going to jail. All right. He is fucking pissed about Angie H and this Finster account handle name, whatever. He's fucking pissed. He wants a public apology and he's basically saying that what these people don't realise is that she's receiving insult upon insult and there could be one that breaks the camel's back and they don't know which, which could make her do something to herself or do something else or say something else that she can't come back from. Now, I'm not saying he's wrong, mm-hmm. but, I mean, why go on the social? Yeah. You're going to trial. You don't want to be on the social. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, ma'am. So, uh-uh. But on the other hand, trying to play devil's advocate, she is on Housewives and part of that is some sort of social media presence, no? Well, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Nothing else? Okay. Nothing Let's else. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Lisa and Whitney hang out with their kids. Wait, sorry, sorry. I, oh. where, where did the sorry, I'm, I wasn't sorry, but now I am flowers come into it? So I didn't even write anything about that, but I do recall because I literally just watched it this morning. So Heather sends Jen flowers to say that I'm sorry that I didn't know 
that I was, wasn't was sticking up for you and that it hurt you. It wasn't sorry, not sorry. It's sorry that I wasn't sorry in the moment. <laughs> so the, the editors put up the Chiron saying, sorry, I wasn't sorry, but now I am flowers with an image of the flowers. So funny. Yes. That's what they were. Sorry, I wasn't uh, sorry, but I am now great. sorry. That yeah. was my biggest laugh of the episode. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Lisa singing away in a manger? <laughs> that was second. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I also was a bit cringy about and laughing at Lisa's Prada handbag. That thing's disgusting. <laughs> Even Muchia makes mistakes. <laughs> Fucking triangle purse and they call it a tote. Jesus Christ. Okay. Lisa and Whitney are hanging out. Now we understand why they're friends because no one else likes them. We get oh, that. Lisa talks. So boring. I'm sick of Lisa playing basketball. I know. And talking about her relationship with God stuff. She says it right now. She's not feeling herself because she's not one with God. Somehow this translates to her and Heather and she's definitely not okay with Heather and says she deserves to be treated better than that. I don't know. Whitney tells us that Heather didn't call her after Justin got fired. That's pretty much the whole scene. Well, and Whitney's doing the Lisa Renner playbook thing where, like, if you don't release emotions, you get diseases. (laughs) Yeah, I did notice that. Oh, no. It it is a bit of a, um, what do you call it, an old wives' tale, which there's no science to back that up. But people uh, stand by that. People use it as an excuse to air their grievances and be shit stirrers. On the housewives, they do. (laughs) They sure do. But this fucking Whitney, she's so whingy. Mm. And then, like... Uh, the way she says, this annoyed me. She goes, oh, with Justin parting way with his former employer. It's like, he got fired. Well, what's funny is the next scene, she's Whitney's visiting Heather and in order to, like, throw a dagger at Heather, she says, you didn't call me when Justin got fired. So she How's says- she fucking meant to know? Well, she assumes she knows. She assumes everyone knows. This is what's going on right now. She's sitting there thinking about how people aren't treating her in the way that she wants to be treated. And that part of that is her being so eager to please people, which stems from child abuse. And I get that. That's fine. So she's trying to set new boundaries. Also fine. But by focusing on all the internal work that she's doing, she's not recognising whatsoever how she is treating other people Mm. in order to get where she wants to go. So as much as she's like, Heather, you're not here for me, you're not here for me, it's like, well, how are you here for Heather? Yeah. This isn't your husband where you get to take turns with who's the gardener and who's the flower. In friendships, you don't really get to do it in the same way. Yes, Mm -hmm. you can have times where you're not doing great and your friend can be there for you, but you have to tell them that you fucking need that. Yeah. Even though I'm not on Heather's side in this one, I don't know, I oscillate. How did you feel about the Heather and Whitney of it all? I was just over it and I found them both annoying. Mm. I think I probably skew more towards Heather's side of it because it's just like I can't be I can't be fucked with Whitney's drama. But don't you think but- Heather's being really defensive? And she's being cruel. Yeah. And she's also like, if you're going to, like, throw your mic off, like, at least do it with some flourish like Lisa Barlow. Like, you're paling in comparison. Yeah. I mean, I did love the fact that she kicked everyone out of her house, went into the bathroom and just locked the door and basically was probably going to stay there till they all left. That's (laughs) kind of epic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of epic. And then she kind of breaks the fourth wall by saying something to the effect of, like, I did my job today, get out. I would have liked the scene to go a bit. Well, actually, I don't know what I'm saying because on the one hand, I didn't enjoy it at all, but I'm like, I would have rather it we got somewhere with it in a more fun place. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like there was Put her against the wall again. There were potential for this episode to be great with what was going down both at the auditions <laughs> and this scene, but they were kind of cut short. Yeah, it got really boring for me. Yeah, I mean, it would have been so much better if when Jen was screaming people at the auditions that she used her, what's you will call it? Megaphone. The megaphone, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, the English has left me today. I'm like Jen Shah. Maybe <laughs> I need a timeout. Yeah, in prison. All right, so next time we got more fucking skiing, choir practice, uh, and then this maybe newbie Dana bitches about Jen, so she's not going to invite her to their cast trip to San Diego. Sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Are they going to Disneyland? Is that where? No. No. It's, no. There's, there's a zoo. Oh, there's the zoo and that's where they do Comic-Con, right? Yeah, they're going to Comic-Con. I don't know. Can we just like, as much what? as I love having felons on our TV screen, can we stop hiring criminals so we can go overseas? Leave her at home. Leave her at home. Film her sitting on the couch, eating her fucking Wheaties while the rest of them are living it up in Rome. How good would that be? Or at least New York so we can go and watch Meredith fuck everyone. Yeah, and watch Jen go to jail. Come on. Oh. Oh. Yeah, nah, bit of a flop. Make them all go shopping and Jen can, I don't know, carry their bags, steal some shit, I don't know, do something. I know, at least... We need some the, fun. The travel, the travel needs to be long, and they need to be jet lagged in order for there to be chaos. Yes. The longer the jet lag, <gasps> the longer trip. the travel time. Make them yep, take a exactly. full cross country bus trip. Put make, them on a sprinter oh, to oh, San Diego. Oh, oh, it might make be Make them go camping. Well, that's sometimes boring with the housewives. The camping. Yeah, that's true. Because they never want to rough it. Yeah, but make them pitch tents and shit. Mm. I don't know. That's. I think what we're trying to say is it's a bit dark. We need some fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Aren't they gorgeous, like, fucking hotel resorts in America? Can't they go to one of those so we I'm... can watch semi-naked cute boys by the pool? Yes, that's what we need. That's, that's what we deserve. That's so what we need. That is what we deserve. All right, Potomac. Yeah, let's session. talk about it. All right, so... I don't know what the fuck's going on, but last episode when Ashley was driving around those streets, she was going <laughs> to Candace's place. Crazy. What? Now, Crazy. I was trying to check out this cheese platter because oh. we were not getting great shots of it. So it definitely looks better than that last one she did, but yeah. not by much. Candace says that she cancelled IVF because of the friendship group. Girl. like Really, bitch? <laughs> really, that's a really bitch if, if I've ever <laughs> heard it. Oh, God. I'm just, I don't know, I can't with She this was woman. never going to do it. That's the thing. I know. Storyline. And I don't like how people on the internet and I'm hearing whispers of people enjoying Candace. Fuck her off. I'm not enjoying Candace. The only thing I'm enjoying about Candace was her hair this episode. I thought it was a very <laughs> cute. I don't know if it's her real hair or whatever or if it's a weave. I don't care. It was very cute. I liked it. She looks adorable, beautiful hair. I really liked it. That's pretty much all I've got to say about this whole scene. What do you think? It was interesting that they were sort of throwing Karen under the bus. Interesting. That was fucking bitchy. Yeah. It's like she's reforming a friendship with Ashley, so she's got to be a bitch to someone else. Yeah. Is this because Karen was on, you know, sort of a Monique side? She still hates her? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then she makes Ashley confirm that Ashley went out on a date with some hockey player. Good for her. But she compares the guy to Michael 
and says that, well, he doesn't compare to Michael because Michael can talk about anything, like aliens. What? That was really weird. I didn't I didn't track that. And then in confessional, Candace like wants to manifest for Ashley younger tighter balls. <laughs> Sorry. And then enter Luke from Summerhouse. <laughs> That's true. They did go out it- on a date. I'm sure I saw a pic of it, yeah? And you know he's got tight balls. I'm sure he does. I'm sure they're lovely. Mm. <laughs> just, I just know. <laughs> oh, God. Might not be a three-hander, but yeah, I'm sure I do not lovely. get the impression that it's a three-hander. No. <laughs> no. I mean, he's cute. He doesn't have to have everything. Yeah. Yeah. The next scene is with Mia and we're having to fucking watch her kids talk with their mouths full. Gross. She doesn't have cancer. <laughs> And we learn about the time that G crashed a girls' weekend in Miami when she was with her girlfriends. He was married at the time, but she and G still had sex on the beach with an audience and they put on a show. Now, see, this is where we need the car trips, just in Miami. Yeah, and we need G to be there, apparently. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need him to go to Miami. I'd love an ultimate girls' trip in Miami with just Mia and G. Well, she says she's inviting the girls to Miami, so... Love. Why are we going to San Diego if we're going to Miami? Let's just go to Miami. Yeah. She didn't get to, you know, when she was with G that day, she did everything but pussy pop on a handstand. I do not know what that means. I do not need to know what that means. I'm good. Uh, She wanted to, though. I think it's like, well, if you don't want to know, I'm not going to explain it. (laughs) Oh, she's doing a handstand. So how can he reach her JJ if she's doing a handstand? How does he reach it? I don't know if he was reaching it. I thought a pussy pop was like a twerk for the vagina. Oh, whatever. That's lame I love how you're saying lame a lot. <laughs> I know I am. I know I sozzle. lame Speaking of lame Giselle is at the nail salon with her kids. Snooze. Snooze. Fuck Unless they're off. being mean to her, I'm not interested. And I've got two things to say about this little scene. Actually, no. What do you want to say about this scene? Fuck, I'm being rude. Nothing. Nothing. You don't want to no. talk about her blot in her face with a foot towel? <laughs> That is so grotty. <laughs> that is the grottiest thing I have seen in ages. That's disgusting. That towel looked like it had been used for many moons. Many it moons it was not a brand new towel. I'm sure it was laundered. I'm sure. Yeah. But still, there's probably been like foot fungus on that thing yeah. and you're pressing it on your visage. Really? Mm-mm. Gross. Mm-mm. And then the other thing that I, okay, maybe I'm just old, but I have issue. I have an issue with children having long porno nails. Oh, really? Oh, I just like, no, you no. If you can't afford to pay for them, you don't get them. <laughs> well, they own a restaurant that's failed, don't they? they it closed down, bitch. They don't own shit. <laughs> I mean, their names were on the deed. They probably have a debt. (laughs) Like, long nails on children is, I think, totally inappropriate. Okay. I think it's just gross. Nah, sorry. Nah. I don't like like it. I don't like it. (laughs) Lemo. It's very popular. I've seen it around. And I just think it looks hoary. You're a fucking child. Like, you want a fucking candy bar at your birthday party and yet you've got, like, porn star nails. Pick a fucking lane, kid. It's disgusting. I don't know. Call me old, but that's not. I draw a fucking line. God, I'd be a cunt of a mother. Could you imagine? 
I don't uh, fucking think so, is what I'd be saying. No. You can't pay for it. You don't get it. Ugh. Oh, my God. The next scene better be the last time Robin talks about this fucking uh, bullshit prenup. I'm done. I know. Is she really making that much money from her ugly hats? And this like, fucking podcast? God bless no. her. At, le- at least it's monetized. Fuck. <laughs> no, one, no one wants us to fucking do an ad. I mean, we haven't asked anyone, but, you know. She wants yeah. an infidelity clause and she wants him to get none of her hat money or her podcast money. Bitch, it's not how marriage works. If you don't want him to have those coins, then don't get married. That, that's the thing. Fuck off. The thing is, you live together. You're in a de facto relationship. He already gets those coins. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's fucking bullshit. This is storyline. It's not real. If he won the lotto, if he bought a lottery ticket and won $10 million, do you get any of that because he bought the lottery ticket? Come on. She's a fucking idiot. Sorry. I can't. I can't with that woman. Yeah. Well, it's like we're not even planning a wedding. <laughs> I know. It's true. Can we not, like, yeah. Until there is a <sighs> wedding invitation sent in the mail or via email or via text message knowing her because we all know how she throws a party. Like, yeah. until that happens, I don't want to hear about this shit. BYO cake. <laughs> Worse than Candace, cash bar, ew. Yeah. Let's, oh, uh, and then they go and pick flowers. Karen, Ashley and Wendy go to a tulip farm. That looked boring. so fucking cute. It was boring. I want to go to a tulip farm. I want tulips. I'm sorry. I don't need to see them picking flowers. Pick fights, not flowers. Pick fights, <laughs> not flowers. Nothing really happens. No. Why did they even show us this scene, apart from the fact that the tulips are gorgeous? Is this the introduction of Wendy wanting to do this little invite to her little fucking festivus where they do the airing of grievances? <laughs> Well, it didn't make sense to me, the whole, like, you write it down, but then you say it out loud, then you burn it. And I was like, shouldn't it be you write it you write it down and then burn it and don't speak it out loud? Like, isn't that what's therapeutic? Why are we burning it if we're also saying it out loud? Why are you taking ownership of what's perceived when it's like you don't need to take ownership of how other people perceive you? I don't know. It made no fucking sense. It made no sense. Wendy it's makes good, no great, sense. Great for the show but not good for actually helping improve their relationships. (laughs) What I loved about the whole thing was that because they were doing this burn session at a vineyard, when fucking Candace rocks up, she's totally triggered that she's at a vineyard because that's where she got, well, not that particular one, but she was at a vineyard when Monique attacked her. I'm like, bitch, you can't go to a vineyard anymore? Really? I thought it was brave of them to go to another, like, barn setting. Come on, get a grip. Fucking hell. Speaking of getting a grip, what about how Candace (laughs) was like, oh, I'm planning a deluxe version of the album with Trina. I'm like, who's listening to this crap that you need a deluxe version of the album? You're not Taylor Swift. We don't need Candace's version. And I'm sorry, but nobody knows who Trina is. Bitch had one hit in the late 90s. And that's sad for Trina. To be knocking on Candace's door. I had to Google her. You know, the 90s was my decade and I love rap music and I still don't know who the fuck you is. Mm-mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. She was a one-hit wonder. Leave her alone. Leave yeah. her alone. And Candace is a no-hit blunder. Oh, well done. I Thank like you. that. The Thank only you. good thing about that whole scene was Candace's sister in her cute head-to-toe skims. That was cute. Hmm. Yeah. I did enjoy what Wendy said. She receives that she has the tendency to be condescending. Yes. <laughs> what a way 
need to like skirt around the fact that she's condescending. And then she burnt it. Does that mean that I take it on and then I don't and then I let it go? Like I take on how you perceive me, but I'm not going to change my this actions is what I'm or behaviors. I burn it so that I don't have to reflect on it any longer. What this yeah. is the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing. It's so dumb. It's so lemo. Lemo. <laughs> Can't help it. I don't know where I heard that, but once I did, I couldn't stop. Okay. Wendy has kidney stones. I thought that was something that happened in the 70s. Don't you take yeah. tablets for that now? I don't know. But also boring. Lemo. The only thing, she's in the car with Ashley going to this vineyard thing and she's going on about how her mum got rushed to hospital, which is all sad and shit, but all I could focus on were her S-shaped thumbs. Did you notice Excuse that? Excuse me? So, what? Okay, so she's talking and she's she's gesticulating <laughs> with her hands, right? Here, I'm going to go back to the Zencaster so I can see you. And like, okay, so she's talking and she's doing this and her thumbs are sticking out, but I swear to God, it was like an <laughs> S-shaped thumb. I don't know if that means she's double-jointed or whatever, but you got to go back and check out her fucking claw fucking hands, man. She was like doing fucking burn signals on the, on the wall with the shadow puppets. I don't know what was going on, but her fingers were S for stronger. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, it was weird. Like you know, you go like that. That's how your thumb looks. I'm talking. Yeah. It looked like an S. It was like extra curvature and the tippity bits of her thumbs. It was fucking weird. Oh, almost as weird as Nicole Kidman clapping hands. That's what I was thinking. It was yeah. fucking weird, mate. Sorry, sorry about your mum, but fuck. I hope your thumbs aren't broken. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird. Did anyone else notice that? Was it just me? I didn't. Oh, my God. So they're at the vineyard and they sit down and they're all fucking starving. Well, some of them are hungry. Some of them think that the van was like a bullshit party bus. And as I said, Candace was just triggered that they were at a winery, which I loved. Giselle wasted no time telling Ashley mm-hmm. about the the memes or the memes, as my friend I did say. love the compilation of, oh, of, of the, all the memes. Of the, oh. See, my friend calls them memes, so now I call them memes. They're not memes. I know they're not memes. It's just fun to say. Don't you think it's fun to say memes? Yeah, yeah, no? yeah, yeah. It's for us old people. Live us alone. Ashley says, I love the support, but that's the father of my kids and he's not talking to her right now and Oof. hangs up on her FaceTimes after the kids walk off. Now, these kids Oof. are like teeny tiny. They're going to, like, be on the screen for three seconds and then walk off. You've got to wait for them to come back, right? Mm-hmm. He a petty bitch, which is yep. why we need him back on our TV. You're absolutely totally. right. How good would it be to get Michael's side of the story right now? Well, I don't really need his side of the story, but I just need to see him in Vegas letting loose. Uh, okay, fine. Because I still don't like him as a person. Yes. That's but true. I just oh, love no. the, the chaos of him. He's hideous, of course. Yeah, horrible, horrible. And I don't need to hear what his opinions of Ashley are because I assume they'd be terrible. Yeah, that's true. But, man, I'd love to see him grabbing butts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they sit down and do this burn thing. They write shit down about a person who's in the hot seat. And then they all dump on that person out loud one at a time. Crazy. But if they don't want to dump on them, they can give an affirmation. Now, from my understanding, they've had one beverage only at this point. I would need more than one beverage. What annoyed me Mm. was that, like, they lay out the rules and then Candace doesn't even write anything down. Like, what? Why is she talking off the cuff? The whole point was to write it down, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Lemo. And her uh, affirmation was, fuck bitches, get money. I don't like her. I know. So, yeah. We're, we're, oil, we're oil and vinegar us. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How do you have fucking five, seven degrees? <laughs> Come on. 
Maybe you need to stop thinking about this fucking bar situation and crack uh-huh. a book open. <laughs> Fuck me dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oil and uh, vinegar. Like, I get when you're I, caught up in the moment, you stumble on your words or whatever, but this was, like, right out of the gate. Yeah, especially because Robin had just said, we're oil and water, and I'm mm. fine with that, which I thought was a really good delivery, and then she, like, ripped the paper. I was like, that's kind of fun, Robin. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And Giselle, ditto that. Ditto that. <laughs> and same as what Mia said, because you were on the Giselle hate train for a year, and then you try to hug me fake Lee and phonally. I don't know if phonally is a word, but I'm. I I'm loved ha- it. She's like, so I'm good on you. I loved that. I loved and it. And what made me so nutso was when Wendy, she has the whole explanation of what the burn session is. Uh-huh. And then she's just like, okay, well, let's move forward. And I'm like, no, I thought you were meant to take ownership or something. Like, what? <laughs> you can't just change the conversation. I love Giselle at that moment when she starts getting excitable. <laughs> In her in her righteous indignation, which is also my favourite scene. I love it when I know I'm right. She's like, don't nobody got time to be writing a soliloquy and a sermon. You know what you did to her. Good God, just speak on it. I'm like, yes, Queen. How fucking good was that? So it's good. It's great. So good. Oh, that made me so happy and awake and alert and actually paying attention because otherwise this ep was boring. Well, I thought the episode was boring until this point when oh, I just... had a lot of fun. When Wendy was talking about Robin being, did she call her a thug or something? I don't, oh, I don't know what Robin she said. Pers- Robin basically said, you have been going around telling people that I had to be held physically I had to be held back right. at, so, at the at the dance place. And she's like, you may as well have called me a thug. Right, because I was like, what scene are they referring to? I don't remember this. And then when they said it's the dance party, I was like, that? I was like, that? <laughs> yeah, Wendy's definitely, she's stretching it to get to that point. It was a stretch, but at the same time, when you're arguing and you're yelling and someone stands up, that can also be perceived as physically threatening. Just the idea that you're standing up. It's like, well, why are you standing up? Well, and also Sharice did hold her back. <laughs> yes. And Sharice is say that. such a good friend. She just went, no, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, and the editors were like, we're not going to let that slide. This is going to be hilarious at reunion. But Robin's probably going to be like, so? I didn't go at her. I stood up. Sharice <laughs> got in front of me and pushed me back. What really took me out was Mia saying, Robin, if I knew your middle name, Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, that was awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> so good. Because then, oh. and then Wendy's like, "No, guys, this is how therapy works." And they're all like, "Therapy? Are you a therapist? Are you a therapist? We're not in therapy. This is not therapy. <laughs> there is no therapist that would ever say it is good to discuss your relationship when you've been drinking. They say the exact opposite." Do not talk to your partner or whomever about your relationship with them while you're consuming alcohol. Never mm-hmm. never goes well. PSA, like people. Giselle says Wendy's just a doctor of being whack. <laughs> and then she screams, why the lies? The lies! I loved it. I loved it. Um, so good. What did you think I don't of- give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Sorry. She said it four times. Well, she doesn't give a fuck. She does not. Um, What did you think of Ashley just, like, all of a sudden doing a huge 180 on Candace? Yeah. Like, all that progress from the cheese platter gone. I love that she did, but at the same time, when Ashley says to Candace, it doesn't feel good when the pendulum swings back the other way, does it? Or she says Mm -hmm. something into that effect. That's just what I wrote. 
And even Candace goes, and there it is. I'm like, sorry, Ashley, she's not wrong. Well, I actually think Candace is being so defensive. I'm like, yeah, Chris is a predator. I believe it. Oh, stop. No, nah, he is. What do you he mean? was looking. He was squirming. He was slithering. He slithered. He slid. He slid. <laughs> he, slid. he slid in her DMs. He's staring at gals. And when I think Candace can't handle it. When? Candace, it doesn't feel good now that the pendulum swung, has it, you stupid Candace? Look, you I'm know. I'm Ashley. You know I hate Candace. Yeah, well, yeah. But at the same time, I th- actually think she's doing a very good job at Mm-mm. deflecting all these comments and giving us, the audience, the viewers, the perception that this is all just done for a storyline. But isn't that annoying, though? Like, what if it's real and she's like, that's oh, a storyline. She's it's doing like, we'll a good job of it. We don't yet have any physical evidence to say <laughs> that this not happened. Chris not looking at me a flashback. Oh, God, that's so good. But right at the end, Ashley says that she's heard that other people have received DMs and that they're way worse than what she received. Love that. So if we get to see those, then that may be proof. You know what? Candace did gag me a little when Ashley said, oh, you're turning a blind eye, and she goes, you would know. You would know. (laughs) All the ladies go, ooh. That was was good. That was good. Everyone ooed over that one. I loved it. Oh, so good. That was awesome. And it's a justified to be continued, in my opinion. Completely agree. We finally mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. a to be continued that should be a to be continued. Yep. The end of that was really good. As much as I hate Wendy and the whole fucking burn session thing, once the traditional burn session was over, it Traditional. Got- <laughs> well, fuck, once the notepads were put down and out of the way, it got good. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. structured bitching session. Fuck off. Don't give me rules. I know. Oh. Are we passing around a spirit stick? Like, let's just air it. Stick. Do you reckon she's a bit of a dom? As Wendy? In, yeah, a bit of a dom. She's fucking bossy AF. She is bossy as oh. yeah. Can't stand her fucking one-week bullshit, honestly. I'm over her. <laughs> one-week Wendy. One-week Wendy. Get her off my TV. She gives me nothing. I was going to say she could take Robin with her, but Robin's doing well this season apart from the fucking prenup bullshit. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I enjoyed the second half of that episode. Yeah, me too. Probably the best bit of the week. Me too, me um, too. Shall we leave it there? We shall. Um, just let everybody know that we appreciate you all for your reviews Aww, and your so ratings sweet. and for sharing dog pics and oh. memes and shit. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Thank you guys you. are so, so lovely. Yeah, if you want to reach out, you can catch us at Effing Bravo on Twitter and Instagram. Do all the things. Do all the Shout things. Shout out, Texas. We love Texas. All right. Bye, Mariana. Bye. Bye.